Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Lehman. I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We are certainly not experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it is episode 160. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. Good. Coming down from my sugar high from the weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah, sugar high is all over the place. You can. I don't know if you can see this, but there's the candy that I just uh, finished eating. Yes, <laughs> you're living your best life, Mike. That's good. Yes, yes. <laughs> did, did you guys have many kids come to your neighborhood? We don't know. Oh, you don't know? We don't know. Like, because we didn't, like, we left. <laughs> oh, did you not, like, leave a bowl out front or anything? We did. We left the bowl out, and kids ate it. But that we definitely can't tell based off of the amount of candy that was taken, uh, okay, who, okay. how many kids we had. We talked to her one of our neighbors. She said that it wasn't super busy. And from the looks of it, like, we live in a, like, a little townhouse subdivision kind of a thing mm-hmm. where... There's like 32 houses in the entire little subdivision, and I think four had their lights on for Halloween. Oh, really? That's kind of yeah. disappointing, actually. Yeah, it was it was kind of worked out because we, we were originally going to bring William around our little cul-de-sac thing and then come home and then just hand out trick-or-treats as normal. And then we saw how like there was literally nobody like when we went out because we went out early because we had, you know, a little one that we needed to take out and put him to bed. We went out early. The only house in our neighborhood, like in this specific little area that had anything going on was one house had a bowl out and that was it. They just had a bowl out, help yourself. And then that was it. <laughs> it was like, oh. okay, well, that can't be his entire Halloween experience. So right, let's, right. let's let's take him to a neighboring survey and, and, and go for a loop. Yeah. So luckily, we back onto another survey and uh, we took him in there and we did a quick loop and looped back towards the house and and it was great like when we started out there was nobody literally nobody out like we saw one other family and then like we saw maybe two houses and mm-hmm. of the houses that we saw we we were literally the first people there like they were like oh we didn't think anybody be out yet and they didn't have their candy out of the bags yet or, or you know <laughs> wait, 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 like, wait 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 so what time did you go like how early was we went early at like night? we went at five thirty. oh that is early mike is it? Yeah, like six. I, to me, like the little kids start rolling around maybe quarter to six, six o'clock. I, I don't know. Five thirty seems quite early. Because we we did come to the conclusion afterwards we should aim for six because that's when everybody was out. Like the streets were busy at six and there there were way more houses like we missed. Like I said, we did a loop. We missed some of the houses that were on the one side of the loop because they just weren't doing candy at that point, right? Like right, they, they just right. weren't. Basically, the rules were: if the lights were on, we went; if the lights were off, we didn't go. And there was a lot sure, of houses yeah. that we went by on the second time around that uh, they had their lights on, and we're like, "Well, we missed the, that house." But <laughs> yeah, they had finished dinner by then. Yeah, they yeah, the lights on. Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting because the first few houses we went to. There was nothing really like we, the, literally the first three houses we went to were just a bowl of candy sitting out. Okay. And William was like, I want to go home. And we're like, oh, God, this is his first <laughs> trick-or-treating experience. This is this, this. And then uh, eventually we started hitting houses and there were people and they were giving him candy and he got really excited. And then it was, oh, we have to hit this house. And now we have to hit this house. And, and we hit every house that we possibly could at that point. But yeah. Right. Well, that's good. 
That's yeah. good. So he came around on it then. Did you like? Did you hype up? Like, did he know what trick or treating was prior to? Oh, this? we told him. We told him. We told him that he would get to go and he'd go to houses and people would give him candy and he was like really excited for it. And then you know we just kind of started picking candy out of a bowl and he was like, "This isn't very fun." And and then <laughs> then we eventually started getting to see people and he got to see other kids in costumes and thankfully the first kid that he saw that was in a costume was another kid around his age dressed as Spider Man. Right, so he right. was pretty, pretty excited. William was Captain America, which uh, it was really funny because William is all about Spider-Man, but it was like Captain America. And when, when it came time to pick a costume, they're like, all right, I guess if you want Captain America, because he's got like a sheets that have like Spider-Man and Captain America and like Hulk and Iron Man on it. So that's how he knows Captain America. So we were all very surprised when he was like Captain America. Yeah, that that was the winner. Yeah, because well, like, you watch Spider-Man cartoons and stuff. You don't watch Captain America cartoons because there aren't any. And if there are, they're bad. So like, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But it was really funny because William, he he went to, to daycare in his, his Captain America costume. And there was a few other times where it was just like, I'm going to wear this around the house because, I mean, you know, why wouldn't you? Right. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he decided that he didn't want to wear his mask this time. Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, kids are weird like that. Yeah, but it was really funny because obviously it's, you know, still COVID. So we were being safe. So we were wearing face masks. So William's walking around dressed as Captain America with his face mask. You know how long William's hair is at this point, right? Yeah. He's not wearing the helmet. So his hair keeps getting in his eyes and he starts complaining about it. So we're like, well, do you want to wear your helmet? Because your helmet will keep your hair out of your eyes. And he's like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I'm like, OK, well do you want us to put your hair in a ponytail? It's like, yeah, yeah, ponytail. So, so we put his hair in a ponytail and then we continue trick or treating. And <laughs> from that point on, we suddenly were taking our daughter trick or treating because everybody saw this ponytail and they were like, oh, what a beautiful girl. Oh, look at, <laughs> look at you. Girls can be superheroes too. Like, <laughs> right, like, right. And his two moms, of course. Right. I right. <laughs> well, the, well, the funny thing was, is I, I dressed up as, uh, as Wolverine and Laura yeah. dressed up as Magneto and Laura, she realized very quickly. She's like, I mean, I can't make this work. The helmet, I'm, I'm not making that wearing the helmet. So she's just basically wearing a Magneto costume without the helmet. Mm-hmm. And me, I, I wore the full Wolverine costume, but I wore, I also wore the face mask. So literally because of the way the costume was, the only part of my body you could physically see was my eyes. <laughs> that was oh, it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> nice, the mask nice. was covering my face and then I was wearing a mask over that mask and then I was wearing a full body suit. And so like literally my eyes were like the only part of my body you could see. <laughs> okay. All right. It was good. It was good. But yeah, he had a great time. And then we came back to our, our little and saw that somebody thankfully hadn't taken all the candy from our little neighborhood, from mm-hmm. our little bowl that we left out inside. So we we dumped some more in there, put him to bed and and watched a movie. <laughs> and that was our Halloween. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, Mike. Exactly. How about you? Did you just do? Well, I saw I saw from photos that you were not trick or treating alone, that you had Henry with you. Yes, that's right. We went to my brother's house for dinner and then for trick-or-treating and stuff, and it was a good time. So the boys played until, I don't know, the time we had dinner and went out. I think we went out trick-or-treating around like quarter to seven, seven o'clock, something like that. Oh, look at you. Night owls here. 
Yeah, well, you know, you got to get out when it's dark and all the kids were out, which was really good. But um, yeah, the two boys, they had a great time, Mike. I I think we've decided that Ben will be that kid in a couple of years who carries around like the pillowcase and will just go through as many houses as possible. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, they weren't afraid or anything like that, but they kind of quickly realized that speed was the important part here. Like you go up, you get your thing, you turn around, you find the next house with lights on, right? And yeah, it was really cute, the two of them. It was so fun. I mean, I'm sure it was the same with William when they do the little twic- trick-or-treat thing and then they say their thank yous and it was just adorable. And every time it happened, you're just like, oh, man, you know, like these sweet kids, right? Well, it's so funny. Every so often, William would say something like the house that immediately backs onto us. We trick-or-treated at their house and they recognized William. And so they gave him extra candy and they had like Christmas lights, but like pink Christmas lights around their door. Okay. And he's like, you have pink lights. And they're like, yeah, we do. And he's like, they are beautiful. And they're like, more candy, more candy. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, we uh, before we went to my brother's house, we did a very, very quick loop around the around our neighborhood because a few Mm -hmm. of our neighbors do like special bags up for uh, the neighborhood kids like the ones they know. Yeah, so we kind of quickly did those ones before we left. So that was like 3.30 in the afternoon. But we let them know that uh, they would be coming by early. But anyway, yeah, it was good. And then uh, there was a few funny moments, Mike. There was one house that had like a Google Home right on the front door and was just playing music. And the two boys walked up. And rather than knock on the door, they just started dancing on the patio. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even saying for like 10 seconds. It was like a solid like two minutes to the point where I had to go up there and be like, Listen, you gotta you gotta knock on the door. We have to leave. Like one of the two, right, guys? And yeah. There was another one. They knocked on the door, and then they would they sat on like the bench right outside the door because, of course, you see a bench, you must sit on the bench, right? Any house that had like a window on each side, it was funny. They'd pound on the door, and then they'd both look through the window, like just waiting <laughs> for for the people to come. And then uh, I guess uh, the only. Uh, the only moment where it's like, oh, yep, you got to you gotta not do that is sometimes they'd come out and they'd have like a bowl and they'd lean down to like, you know, pick your own treats. And sometimes the hand would just slam into the bowl and, you know, ratio like a pull of like five or six things of candy. And it's like, of course, uh, of you course. can only take one or two. Right. You know, you gotta got to control yourself a little bit. But yeah. Overall, though, Mike, it was great. The weather cooperated. So like Ben was out there in his sort of thermal clothing and his costume. And that was it. Like it was fantastic. I was really worried he was going to have to wear, you know, like a winter jacket and the standard Canadian Halloween experience. But yeah, flannel shirt over your costume. Yeah, that's right. And you can tell like from the pants what you are and everything like that. But yeah, overall, it was a great time. I'm really looking forward to it next year. I think Wes will get his first go at it. This was Ben's second Halloween. Because we did one when he was one years old, but I don't think he really understood what was going on then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. Yeah. That's that's it for uh, Halloween stuff there, Mike. Yeah. What a fun childhood experience. So here's the question. Here's an important Halloween question. How much candy did you let your kids have? <laughs> like that night? Yes. I think Ben got three or four pieces something like that you know like i don't want you to call them little individually wrapped things yeah and then we got home and we separated out because obviously ben's allergic to peanuts so we had to pull out kind of the old henry's and the snickers bars and that sort of of course of course yeah but he he, my god i think we probably went to like 30 houses i would say and they would have kept going so like he got quite the haul by the end of it Mm -hmm. so we'll probably 
you know, some of it will disappear. <laughs> so he's not eating chocolate for the next three months. But, uh, but what about you? What'd you guys do? Just open the bag and let him have it? We opened the bag, we dumped it out, and we took a quick look through to see if there was anything that we didn't want him to have. And mm-hmm. then we we took a quick look to see if there's anything that we wanted specifically. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Like those Wonder Bars, those certainly disappeared into mommy's tummy. But uh, yeah, from from that, he had, he had a, it was funny because he had a Kit Kat. And then he's like, I want one of these. And it was a Kit Kat. And we're like, buddy, you're already eating a Kit Kat. And he's like, I want this though. And we're like, it's literally what's in your hand. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, but I want this. I want this. And I'm like, oh my God. And I opened it up and I'm like, look, it's literally what you're holding. And then he took the one out of my hand and ate it. <laughs> and then continued to eat the one that was already yeah. in his hand. So was Kit Kat like the big winner for him? I think so. I could tell you what the big loser was. That's for sure. That oh. one was very obvious. Coffee crisp? Because coffee crisp is garbage? No, a Skittles. Oh, okay. We didn't get any Skittles. No yeah, Skittles William, here. he ate one Skittle and just spit it right back out. And he's like, <laughs> William does not like Skittles. That's good. I like that he announces it. Just yeah. slams it. William will not eat this anymore. William does not want Skittles. And then like we went to <laughs> we went to daycare today and, and we're like, yeah, we went trick-or-treating, had lots of candy. And like Mr. Adam's there. And he's like, Mr. Adam, don't like Skittles. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> and Mr. Adam was like, well, bring me those Skittles. And I'm like, those are my Skittles, Adam, you son of a bitch. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, funny. Because mommy no, doesn't like funny. Skittles either. So they're all mine. I was going to say, I know you like them, Mike. So they've worked out well for you. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I, I was going to say, yeah, I think Ben Ben is the Kit Kat guy. That seems to be the one he likes the most. Probably yeah. followed closely by Smarties. But yeah, I was going to, I was wondering what you guys were going to do with the candy thing. Because obviously, two thirds of your family is vegan and none of this candy is vegan. <laughs> so I yes. wasn't sure, like, did you, are you just replace it all with, you know, vegan appropriate stuff at home? Because we used to do that as kids is if we got a candy we didn't like, we just chucked it in the bowl and took one we wanted. Right. But right. Right. Uh, well, some of it is like, I think all of the Mainyard stuff is all vegan. Yeah. Like the gum, the Mainyard, like the Swedish berries and things like that. William's really into the Sour Patch Kids, too. I'd say, like, if you don't count chocolate, that's his favorite candy. Right. Okay, sour yeah. Patch Kids, which was really funny, too, because he's like so sour and he eats them and he loves them. And then one of my coworkers today was like, holy shit, when did they make Sour Patch Kids so sour? And I was like, you wuss. My three-year-old handles this better than you. <laughs> but William eats vegetarian at school. So we're like, well, based on that, he can have some candy so sure yeah, yeah so yeah he's been eating the chocolate and, and, and having fun but like any of the marshmallow stuff anything that had gelatin in it i've been eating which wasn't a ton so because not really how many people give out like marshmallows and stuff that's like what i was that. gonna say I, I don't think what what candies are marshmallow based i guess peeps are peeps still a thing no that's peeps Easter. are yeah that's peeps Easter, are yeah. but they they do halloween peeps but there was oh, okay. another there was another marshmallow thing it I couldn't tell you what it was. It was like grape. It was like a grape marshmallow. And it was like, it looked like licorice. Remember the, the Poland peel licorice? How it's like thicker? Oh, it's like twisted up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. that. But it was a marshmallow and it tasted like grape. So it was like, okay, well, whatever. It's fine. I'll eat it. It's candy. Then there were the non-Mainyards gummies. I ate all those as well. Because those those have gelatin in them. So mm, I'm glad you sacrificed for your children, Mike. Well, you know, I, I got to keep it real for him, right? You got to do my best for yeah, the dad, dad tax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. That's good. good. Halloween had by all, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. 
And do you have any other uh, stories, Mike? I've got I got so much stuff this week. It's crazy. Do you? Well, why yeah. do you keep going? Keep going. Yeah. I, uh, well, Ben has discovered fat shaming, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are bullies, man. Yeah, They're bullies. They, they really are. Yeah, it was so funny. He was sitting on the on the potty and he was looking at himself, like looking at his stomach because I, I think it was before bed, so he didn't have his shirt on or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like looking at his stomach and then, you know, I scratched my stomach or something. He's like, Daddy, why don't you have the lines on your stomach that I have? And it's just like, F- you. <laughs> <laughs> if I had like, you know, 3% body fat like these kids do, I'd have those lines on my stomach as well. But uh, it was just really funny, just kind of out of the blue. And it's like, oh, this makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> and then uh, we've been doing skating lessons, Mike. This we've done two weeks worth now. And oh. it's going. The first week was an absolute disaster where we had jello legs the whole time and he didn't want to try. And he was just, you know, we ended up leaving the ice, I think, about 20 minutes after it started with like a big tantrum and everything. And then I more or less dreaded going the next week. But the next week was like a whole different kid. And I think because he was wearing his Hulk costume, you know, he had all the strength that the Hulk had and everything. So he was standing up and he kind of took a couple, you know, strides and stuff. And I was like, holy crap, like, where was this last week? You know, did they was it like a specific Halloween? Bring your costume. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bring it if you want or whatever. And so we we wanted he has a like Hulk hoodie. So I've seen it. Yeah. 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 Half costume, I guess you want to describe it as. And yeah, so he wore that and he was very happy with it. So. The skating went well week two. So I'm hoping that week three continues along that path. But we'll uh, bring that Hulk hoodie just in case. That it is coming every time. Let me assure you of that. <laughs> it was and then the other thing we had for him is we were playing with a, a flip phone toy. You know, I guess we had gotten it at some point. And it was just like, Daddy, what's this thing? And it's like, oh, I just feel old now. You know? Oh, yeah. Because oh, he has that... no idea what a flip phone is, right? Because he's used to like iPhones and Android phones and everything like that. And it's like, well, it's a phone. It's like, but where's like the screen? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. man, yeah. Okay. This is how I felt with like rotary phones and stuff, I guess, as a kid. But, but we had rotary phones growing up. So, well, it's funny because it's like Laura. Laura just got a new tattoo, and it's it's from Scream, one of her favorite mm-hmm. movies. And her tattoo is is Drew Barrymore on the phone from the beginning of the movie. Okay. And and I realize I look at it and I go, Do you realize that one day our son is going to look at that and go, What is she holding? <laughs> because she's holding a, <laughs> a, a cord, like a, a corded phone, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, I well. Have I said this on the show before? I feel like we might have talked about it. That, you know, when I say, Mike, you know, mimic that you're on the phone or something. What do you do? You yeah, probably yeah. You, we've talked about this. Where your you pinky and your thumb. Yeah. Yeah. And then kids and now kids, just put their hand flat against their head. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's weird. I don't. Yeah. This kids is this, these days. That's so wrong. You know, this is really <laughs> inspect. Doing it this way is very Inspector Gadget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that when he would pull the thing out of his finger and his, his yeah, thumb the and... antenna out of the yeah. thumb? Yeah, oh, yeah. They don't probably don't even know what an antenna is anymore. Are either. This is where really <laughs> this is like an old man shakes his cane at the the cloud kind of episode is what this is turning into. Oh but. my god. Okay, I'll tell you another old man shakes his cane at the yeah. So I'm sure what you probably use what Teams at work. Yes. Yeah. I we use Slack. And mm-hmm. my company's not super serious, so we all have like funny profile pictures. And for October, my profile picture has been Devil F- Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Okay. And I mean, Halloween's over. It's November now. And I'm like, well, I can't have this Halloween photo. What is my new profile picture going to be? And I couldn't think of of what 
I should have my as my profile picture. And so I'm looking through my phone to add a new picture to see if I have anything funny on there. And I have a picture of stop me if you if you remember this one. Scatman John. You remember Scatman John? Is that from The Simpsons? No, no, it's it's not. It's just I'm the Scat Man. You remember the Scat Man? Yeah, I I know the song and stuff. I just yeah. can't picture the guy. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a picture of Scat Man John. And the reason I had a picture of Scat Man John on my phone is because William has this book from the library that's got zombies in it. It's a Halloween kids book, and one of the zombies looks exactly like Scat Man John. I actually found a photo of Scat Man John where he's wearing the exact same outfit as the zombie in this picture. And I'm like, why did they make zombie scat man, John? I don't understand. So I had this <laughs> photo of scat man, John uh, on my phone. So I signed it to be my profile picture. And I had three people at the company go, who is that? And then when I explained it to them, they're like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Cause they were all too young <laughs> to know what scat man was. Yeah. Yeah. Those are those moments where, yeah, you definitely age has caught up for sure. Your back just aches just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I you felt know. my hair growing grayer by the second. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, anyway, back to back to kids' stories. Like, I actually have two. I got two West ones now. West rolled over for the first time. Oh, wonderful! So in in tr- traditional Blonsky fashion, he took his sweet ass time to do it. But of course, uh, of course, because he's like six months old in two days. But he's rolling over now. And then um, Mike, we had a very we had a first with West that we had not experienced with Ben. At oh, least to okay. our recollection. So we were at the grocery store. This is literally, this is like breaking news. This was earlier today. So we went to the grocery store, you know, did all of our shopping and whatever. And, you know, like the responsible adults we are, we brought our own bags and we had stored them underneath the stroller. And Tiff is digging them out. And all of a sudden, a bunch of like liquid sort of splashes on the ground. And it's sort of yellowish. And I look over and I'm like, oh, crap. Do, like, do we like break the mustard container or something like that? And mm-hmm. You know, Tiff's all of a sudden, like, there's a moment and she's like panicking. And she's like, do you have like a cloth? And it's like, lady's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do it. But I can clean it up for you. It's like, no, 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 I'll clean it up. And then all of a sudden we realize that it's baby poop. It's baby diarrhea. Oh, that has well. Gone through the diaper, through the pants, through the bucket seat of the car seat. Because it's one of those clip-in strollers. Yeah, yeah. Into like the bottom part of the carrier, into the bags. And I was just like, oh, my God, Like I cannot. I just I just can't. I can't understand this. I can't fathom this in my head. How many layers of things this had to go through in order for this to happen? Well, I guess I'm not having any more candy tonight. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that update. When we got home, I literally just straight upstairs into the tub, clothes, diaper, everything. Like, we oh, just going to hose you off top to bottom. But uh, yeah, fair. Yeah, just. I don't usually like poop stories, Mike, but this was just like so out there that I had to bring it up, you know? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. What the hell is that? (laughs) No, it was crazy. But he's teething really bad. So he has like, you know, when they teeth, they get like diarrhea and stuff. And we're assuming that's what it was, right? So. But anyway, yeah. So that's all the the kid stories I have, Mike. It was a really kid heavy week this week, you know? Yeah, for sure. My uh, my kid stories. I can pretty much boil up to one major factor and it's William got his new cast mm-hmm. and everything leading up to him getting his new cast was us just like, Oh my God, kid, stop, stop. You're going to break your arm worse. You're going to break your other arm. Oh my God. Like fearless, absolutely fearless. This kid, right? Like 
it's like he doesn't even know he has a cast on. And now that he has his new cast on, he doesn't have to have wear the sock because he can't pick it off like the other one. Oh, right. Yeah. So he doesn't have a sock over his hand anymore. So he's able to sort of play basketball again. So he's pretty happy about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's just like, yep, I'll just do whatever I want again. It's fine. I'm not I don't have a cast. And we're like, oh, kid, you are going to break that other arm at this point. <laughs> but yeah, Laura went. She went with him when he got his new cast. Blue was the color that we chose. Oh, for the okay. cast. All right. Nice, good big choice. Blue cast. She said that she, there was like so many people there and every single one of them was there for the exact same reason. Their kid just fell and and hurt their arm and they brought like they they fractured their elbow exactly the same way. And it was made us feel a lot better because it was like, oh, this is incredibly common. Great. Because now we don't feel terrible. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it's funny because Laura was like, I'm glad this is really common because there was a point when I was starting to suspect that the daycare like pushed him or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't think that was what I was happened, say, that's but. a real tinfoil hat conspiracy theory right there. Yeah, but she's like, but it's good to know. It's good to know that it's very common for yeah. kids to just hurt themselves like this so that I don't have to worry. But yeah, but yeah, so he's got his new cast. It's been good. But yeah, he, he's not the only one that's had such an interesting, an interesting week. We've had two, count them, two vet visits in the last. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For the, the new additions. Yeah. For the new additions. So Mabel wasn't eating and mm-hmm. we were very worried because you know we've had two kitties pass on and and the first sign that something was wrong was they stopped eating and we we called the the woman the foster woman that we got the cats from and we're like hey here's what's going on do you think we should be worried and she's like no i wouldn't be worried unless you know the cat stopped, hasn't been eating for like 36 hours or something like that so after we decided that she's been it'd been Three, three to four meals skipped. She just wasn't eating. And mm-hmm. she was having like really like watery poops. And we're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe we call them. Maybe we call the vet. So we called the vet. We have to use their vet because like that was part of the deal when we when we adopted the cats was if there were any like early problems, we'd have to go to their vet. And we're like, sure, whatever. Why would we need to go to that vet? Everything's fine. Cat, go cat stops eating like three days after we get it. Okay. I guess we're going to the vet. <laughs> I swear. It's like she was waiting for us. Cause the second we got that appointment set, she started eating like exactly like where she left off. Just nom, 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 nom. We're like, cool. And like, we couldn't cancel the appointment. Like they would have charged us either way to cancel the appointment because of the amount of time that would have been between the appointment and, and when this all. Oh, sure. Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, we might as well get her checked out anyway, make sure everything's fine. The guy looks her over, the vet looks her over, and he's like, so she's not eating. We're like, well, no, she started eating. What's the problem? <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> like it, we, we spent like $75. It was a $75 vet visit to just get told that she needs to eat more. We're like, yeah, yeah, well, that was kind of what happened. <laughs> But yeah, like she actually lost weight because she, because she, I mean, she wasn't eating. So she For lost sure, weight because yeah. they had her records because she was there the Thursday before we got her. We got her on the Sunday and the Thursday she was there getting vaccinations. So she was there and they weighed her and she was like 1.9 pounds. And then we bring her in like less than a week later and she's like 1.1 pounds. And they're like, okay, well, you need to put weight back on her. And I'm like, well, I'm trying. She stopped eating. So we brought her home. She's been eating fine ever since. I actually weighed her. I use the kitchen scale 
the little yeah, the tiny why, why not right it's a good idea yeah it worked and she's back up to 1.9 pounds already and it was like there we go we did it we we succeeded and then this morning we woke up and wendy had crusty crusty eyes and we're like oh awesome and then next thing you know we're back at the vet and wendy has pink eye in both eyes so jesus how how like they don't go anywhere <laughs> i mean my assumption is that it has something to do with the fact that they the because we're keeping them like we have a room that we keep them in like i, I say room it's our walk-in closet we keep them in yeah. our walk-in closet overnight so that they don't like get into anything while we're sleeping just until mm -hmm. they're used to the house you know but last thing we need is for them to you know fall down a garbage chute i mean i don't have a garbage chute but you get the idea right yeah, like they, they could build one and then they could fall down into it exactly yeah. they're gonna find the old dumb waiter hidden behind the floorboards <laughs> that <laughs> but you know like they they could get into something and we could not be there to help them. So just to make sure that that doesn't happen, we've just been keeping them, you know, in the, in the closet at night. So mm -hmm. my assumption is because there's a litter box in there. That's how it happened is, you know, cause that's kind of how pink eye happens, right? Is poo particles in your eye. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So they gave her, they gave us eye drops and they're like, so if she passes it, cause you know, pink eyes, super contagious. They're like, if she passes it to one of the other two cats, this, the same eye drops will work. And I'm like, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hopefully we won't need to go back again in the near future. Ugh. Yeah, that's right. Well, what could the next one be? Just Hudson out of the blue just needs to go for some stupid reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't, she wouldn't put it past us last time when all the, the bad stuff was happening with the, the other two, it, when we took Dante in to get checked out the first time, he came back and he got like, oh, no, no, it wasn't even him. It was it was a squirrel, a squirrel because we, we had squirrels on our uh, on our windowsill and Hudson sits on the windowsill. A squirrel like a squirrel gave him freaking pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for him, but that's a great story, though. It was just what? How yeah. the hell? How the hell? Yeah, it's like the squirrel just kind of flicked it. Out of his own eye, right in the other, into the cat's yeah. eye. But, uh. Stupid pink eye, friggin' squirrels. Anyway, yeah. So it's been it's been interesting. I mean, everybody's eating fine now. Like everybody's all good, and because that's the other thing, Wendy stopped eating too after a few days, and we're like, oh come on, <laughs> like not you too. Yeah. Yeah, it must just be like it must just be like a baby cat thing or something. Yeah, we we figured it was just them getting used to it, so we didn't take her in for that. But then when the pink eye happened, it was like, well, I guess we're taking her in too. So, <laughs> well, well, that's good, Mike. That's good. Well, yeah. I guess it's bad, but it's good that they've. they've it's good that they're getting again. Yeah, yeah, they're turning. They turned a corner, and we're getting better. And 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 hey, speaking of you know things that make us sick, let's talk about Facebook again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but mercifully short this time. Yes, mercifully Merciful. short. If you remember on last week's episode, we made a quick comment about how there was the rumor that Facebook was changing its name, and sure enough. They changed their name, and it's dumb. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you think differently of of it, but I don't know. No, I do not. It is a dumb <laughs> name. They've announced their parent company called Meta, as in Metaverse. Mike. Yes, so which really... is what I said. I said it was probably going to end up being Metaverse. I guess I was half right. Yeah, they're really tripling down on this whole Metaverse thing here, and they. <laughs> To me, I don't know. Did you watch the announcement at all or see clips of it? I've seen clips of it, but I can't watch it for more than like 20 seconds at a time because like no one in this video talks the way humans talk. 
Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's so strangely robotic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't describe it. It's like, like, oh, I should make a hand motion here. So therefore, I will make the hand motion. My favorite part, I, we're getting off topic now, but my favorite part about the whole thing is the realization that they had barbecue sauce on the shelf. Yeah. In the everybody's all about this barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> well, it's like a bookshelf. So they got like books, a little trinket. And then, you know, like a normal person would have bottle of barbecue sauce right on the same shelf as their books yeah well it's funny because at first people thought it was booze and then they realized it was barbecue sauce (laughs) (laughs) anyway back to the main topic here yes they've they've renamed it to meta and i feel like they really put a lot of effort into distancing sort of facebook and meta it's like facebook is just this application Facebook is nothing else. It's just the social media thing. And Meta is all these new hardware announcements and everything that they're going to be, you know, rolling out in the future and stuff because there's already been leaks of a new Meta watch and a new, they're going to, what is it? The Oculus? They own Oculus, right? They're going to move away from the Oculus brand and it's going to be the Meta brand and stuff yes, going forward. I saw that. And then I also saw that they're, they're, removing the requirement that you need a facebook account to own an oculus because that that's what they added later when they bought oculus people were like oh they're gonna make me put facebook in it and they're like no we won't you need a facebook account to access an <laughs> Oculus device you know well they're yeah. they're removing that requirement and they, they're actually already done it they've already what sorry they've already done it oh yes they've already removed the account yeah 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 so what did you think I said? <laughs> so it just it just kind of like abruptly ended. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I guess I should say okay. something. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, I guess it's interesting. I'll be I'll be curious to see what they roll out in the future, hardware wise, because they are really going deep into this sort of augmented reality, virtual reality thing. Like in addition to the the Oculus stuff and the watch, they've also said they're going to roll out like an actual pair of augmented reality glasses sort of more along the lines of say like a google glass or if you ever watched uh that ryan reynolds movie oh free guy free guy like when they yeah. put those glasses on it'll be kind of more like that but i don't know i i still don't trust any of it <laughs> but that's just me i guess yeah i mean watching that video of them being like here's what it's like jumping in and they're like he uploads his avatar into like a poker game with like a freaking robot and like a hologram of a real person and not an avatar. And like, then they pull up a video chat of a real person in real life and add it to the scene. And then they're like, Hey, we're in person at this 3d art exhibit. And then they're like, here, let me scan it with a QR code and we'll just put it into the space and everybody can see it in 3d. And I'm like, this will never happen. No one will ever use this like this. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's interesting. I think uh, my favorite thing is, is this new story that I posted is from Ars Technica and they have a promoted comment at the bottom and it, it reads as someone with a longtime fascination with VR technology and always wish to become more mainstream product category. This feels like a wish being granted by the monkey's paw. And it's like, <laughs> that is bang on. <laughs> I wish anyone else was doing this, not Facebook though. Yeah. But uh, 
Anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you have anything additional to add, but it's a nice, uh, nice closing point to our, our Facebook arc that we've been doing over the last Yeah, no kidding. And and hopefully that's it. It's hopefully we're just done with Facebook and we don't have to talk about that for, yeah, for some yeah, no time. Kidding. But hey, speaking of failed technology, let's talk about Google Stadia. <laughs> yeah, talk about something that crashed and burned, eh? Yeah, so... It's kind of funny. We've we've talked about Google Stadia a few times. We talked about how like who is this for? Because nobody really seemed to to want it. And and I feel like we talked about how they've they've closed down their gaming division. Like they're like we made a a brand new gaming division. We hired on all these big people to to make games for us. And then it was like oh well that's all getting closed. We're only going to sell new games. We're not going to make our own games anymore. Well we just knew sooner or later. I think we we talked about it at the time. Sooner or later. How how long does it take before they just start selling their technology to people? Well, the time has come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, they basically uh, killed the entire gaming division at the company uh, earlier this year. But yes, they they what they want to do now is license the Google Stadia technology out to other uh, maybe I don't know, unwitting buyers or something like that. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what they believe is so unique about this technology you know because obviously there's a million different streaming platforms and stuff out there and you know based on uh, maybe not our personal experience but based on reviews and stuff out there was not one of the good ones you know i would say like project x cloud has always got good reviews and the geforce now has generally good reviews and that kind of thing and i think you've said that playstation now right that's what it is playstation now is is reasonably good as well and yeah, so I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's that hard to spin up something on your own. I tried out Google Stadia. To be fair, I tried it at my old house with my bad internet. But based on what it said, I should have been able to... You're, they, you have enough connection that you should be able to run Google Stadia well. And I played a game. I played a demo of a game. Because I was like, well, you know what? Let's give this game a try. And if I like it, then I'll buy it for something I'll actually use. And it, it kept crashing. So it was like, well, I guess, I guess I'm not playing this. So yeah, if, if I couldn't, if I couldn't play an actual game for more than five minutes without it crashing, I mean, what hope did it have? Does it do, did it have for me to like continue to buy games for it? No, exactly. Well, I mean, the irony is, I mean, you say it's bad internet at your old house, but it's still better than a lot of the average internet speed in Canada, right? It's true. So. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, so they, from what it sounds like, they, they've officially started to to they they they're calling it the Google Cloud Gaming Platform is what the service is essentially being called, and the first use of it is AT and T Wireless is exclusively streaming Batman Arkham Knight to your computer if you're an AT and T customer. Which, but it's all they've they've confirmed it's all using the Google Stadia technology because mm-hmm. in the in the the write up about how it works, there's a thing at the bottom that says that it's it's the cloudcast and cloudcast was what Google called their streaming technology it was cloudcasting. So somebody was like, well, wait a minute, is this, is this their Google tech? And they said, yep, it's being powered by Stadia technology. So there you go. So, I mean, it kind of sucks that they're they're using it to, you know, wall off a game into their own exclusive garden. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. AT&T owns Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers made the Batman game. So right. it's not surprising that they're they're clutching their pearls because, you know, not every, everybody needs to make their own streaming service and put their own crap on it and you need their own whatever, whatever. <sighs> Do you think there's any positive use to this? Can you think of anything off the top of your head? Because I can't. 
The only thing I can think of is if they went to one of the big people like and, and just worked with them, you know, somebody somebody who we actually care about. Go to Nintendo. Be the cloud services for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That'll get people like that'll get you money. That for sure will get you money. Obviously, yeah. Microsoft doesn't need you. They have Azure. And from what I understand, PlayStation Now, like they've teamed up. Sony's teamed up with Microsoft to use Azure for stuff. So like they don't nobody none of them need Google. So hook up with uh Nintendo. I saw that um that Microsoft and Sega are teaming up to do cloud gaming stuff, but it's all like, I think it's incorporating cloud technology into their games. It's not necessarily like Sega's opening a new streaming service or, or through Microsoft or anything oh, like that. Okay. Okay. It's, it's just, it's just a partnership with like, Hey, you have cloud technology. We don't let's work together. Kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tighter integrations. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, well it was, it'd be interesting. Cause I mean, what does that mean after this Arkham Knight thing is AT&T going to have its, its own services as well. But I mean, I, if it wasn't for the fact of, of who it was, I'd say that these might be somebody who, who's using it is that Samsung announced that they're going to start incorporating cloud gaming into their smart TVs. And it, it yeah, they're, they're, they're calling it like their cloud gaming platform. It's, it's not like they're incorporating because it's been rumored because I know I don't know if you've seen a lot of the the Xbox stuff is is heavily promoted with Samsung. Like they have like a a deal like like the galaxies have like hey when you know when it's like an ad for the galaxy people are playing game pass on it mm-hmm. you know like there's the streaming x cloud on it so it was kind of surprising to see like hey we're doing our own thing versus you know just get xbox streaming through your tv because that's been something that xbox has said is they're going to start incorporating their x cloud into tvs and and into smart sticks and things like that like why wouldn't you just put it in the samsung tv no no let's make our own let's be another failed (laughs) cloud gaming service (laughs) now do you think because they're making their own are they going to go to the way to exclude such things as x cloud or or like playstation now i i don't know because right now I know there's nothing in the article about it but i'm yeah I'm yeah I, I i feel because the thing is playstation now only exists on playstation consoles right now like you can do it on computer but you can't like there's no there's no app you know you can't go on your phone and play playstation now you can't right. go on you can't go on your smart tv and play playstation now so i that that won't be something that needs to be worried about unless that changes as far as i know there's no plans to introduce a an app version of playstation now but mm. like it could. I mean, I, I feel like that the Xbox partnership that they've been doing for a while would prevent that kind of exclusivity. But at the same time, like maybe that deal ain't for that. You know, like that's kind of how technology companies work, right? It's kind of like, oh, our deal covers this point and this point and not this point. So therefore, we will take advantage of that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Go through the loophole or the small gray area or whatever. I, I have a real fear. I mean, I guess good on Samsung for doing this. You know, hopefully it goes well for them and stuff. But I have a really big fear of a problem that already exists on PC gaming. And that's a a real fractured game store experience. You know, like, again, I've I've said it before on my own desktop. I have Steam, Battle.net, Origin, Epic Games, Bethesda, Rockstar. Like, I've got six game launchers on here. And it feels like the cloud gaming world is starting to head down that path, too. And my worry is that, oh, well, you want to play that Batman game? Well, you got to you got to get this one and it has to be on this subscription service and oh you want to play 
you know, latest God of War. Well, that's got to be on this other subscription. So, you know, how many of these services are you going to pay for down the road? You know, it's like real nice. Well, it is kind of like cable, right? You know, I think the glory days of Netflix are probably over where that's all you needed because it was all everything was on Netflix. Right. And now you've got a million billion, you know, television streaming services. And I feel like gaming is inching its way to that same thing. Yeah. As the the streaming services go on and more and more players enter, like because like let's 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 list them off. We have Stadia, we have mm-hmm. XCloud, we now have this Samsung service. Yep, Amazon is is got their cloud yep, game service. I was about to say I don't even remember what that one's called. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just plucked that one from the back of the bla- my brain. I can't remember anything, but I can remember that one. Netflix has started their own service, mm-hmm. like. How off? How soon do you think it is before some of the ones that already exist start doing their own streaming services as well? Like, there's already like Ubisoft and EA ser- services. How long will it take before they start putting that into streaming? Like, I don't know. I don't know. There's more and more of these little walled gardens. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it, Mike. I don't like it. My arm is getting real tired from all this cane shaking today. <laughs> well hey you know what maybe maybe what we need cloud gaming for is to save us all from nintendo's emulation (laughs) (laughs) yes they uh they've announced that with a small small fee mike a measly 50 dollars a year you can play i believe upwards of eight nintendo 64 games nine oh nine My, my mistake more to come but the beginning number was nine Yes, nine Nintendo 64 games on your Nintendo Switch. Christ, I, I forgot the name of the platform. Yeah, Nintendo <laughs> Switch. You can remember Luna can, and you I can't, can't remember, remember the, the Amazon Switch. thing, but not the most popular gaming platform out there right now. But uh, anyway, yes. And which is, I guess it's okay. You know, $50 for a game that's been out forever feels like a lot of money. You know, when you they could probably just sell it for a couple bucks, and you can own it and whatever. But turns out there's some issues with it, Mike. And when we discussed emulation a while back and, you know, how well like computers can emulate switch games and, you know, generally the advantages of having emulators is it automatically upscales all those textures and it, you know, runs that game that used to run at 30 frames per second at 60 frames a second and so on and so forth and whatever. Turns out the emulation software that Nintendo is running on their own platform is worse than a lot of the third-party open-source emulation platforms out there. And there's been head-to-head demonstrations where, you know, they're at the same part in the same game, and they both press the jump button or something. And the open-source one, the guy jumps immediately, and the Nintendo Switch emulation, it's a second later, or a couple seconds later. And considering most of these games that are, you know, for rent, I guess, or, or how we want to describe it, are somewhat of like Twitch kind of games where you know reaction speed does matter. I'm just wondering what Nintendo is thinking and how can they not create their own like an emulation platform for their own games on their own systems. Well, here's the thing that that makes it even more ridiculous is that they have they've been doing emulation of N64 games since the Wii mm-hmm. and the old N64 emulation is better than the current N64 emulation. Yeah. Like there are comparisons of Ocarina of Time on the Wii virtual console versus the Switch virtual console. And it's like 
like a perfect example that they give is there's a water like a I I I've some people is gonna like crucify me for this because you know Mike you're the video game guy I've never played through Ocarina of Time I've played it but I haven't played I've never beat it I own I own it I I, I own it but mm-hmm. I, I bought it like years later it's not like it's something that was like I had an N sixty four when I was a kid and played the crap out of it. So I don't really know it very well. One of the temples in the game begins with you at a lake and there's like a a foggy a foggy swamp at this lake. Right. And on the N64 and on the Wii virtual console, it's a foggy swamp. But on the Switch, the fog is so poorly rendered that it it's not even there. You can see everything perfectly. And the, the, the there's a water texture that looked better running natively on an N64 than it does on a freaking Switch. It, it's, <laughs> it's like this awful looking repeated texture that was covered up by the fog. And now it's just there and like looks terrible. Like, yeah. So a lot of people are like, how how did you like 10 years ago? The, the Wii came out in like 2008. Like how mm-hmm. does it look better emulated on that versus on the Switch? Oh yeah. Well, and, and to your point about like the, the water effects, I mean we're not even talking like, ah, it's a little bit worse. Like it's a lot of bit worse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like like a Minecraft rock texture. And it's like, this is the water. You know, enjoy swimming in it. But but yeah, like I just I don't understand. I don't understand. Like all this technology exists out there. There's a million of them. Just buy one of these companies or license it or something, you know, like surely they you know rather than recreate the wheel just use one of the ones that are out there you know like the google stadium mentality well there's some interesting things too that that people are like discovering about it that are, are mm-hmm. just like i don't believe that, that this wasn't something that anyone thought of yeah and one of the things speaking of emulation being being terrible was that if you recall one of the games is is super mario 64 not too long ago they released super mario 64 on switch natively as part of the super mario 3d all-stars collection that version is not the same version as the version on this online like switch emulation thing it is not the same version and that version is better than the version that they're selling to people now why didn't they just take that version (laughs) <laughs> and put it on here. They used a different version and it's not as good as that version. It makes no sense. And then on top of that, they didn't test all the features work because like one of the things, if you remember the goofy ass Nintendo 64 controller, there was a big slot in the back that you could put memory cards in and your rumble pack and, and things like that. Because of that, there are features in these games that do not work. One of the games is Mario Kart 64. And one of the things that you could do in that game is you could race your lap ghosts. Like, you know, you you you, you did a great time. Well, your ghost is going to run around and, and you can race yourself and see if you can beat your own time. Well, screw you. They didn't incorporate that into it in any way, shape or form. You You try to go into this mode and it's like, oh, we can't find the expansion pack. Nothing. You can't go. You can't. It's looking for things that aren't there. They didn't make any attempt to turn that stuff off. Like it's just there. Well, and and how hard and how hard would it have been to include a virtual, you know, memory card 
Exactly. You know, all all the other emulators out there can do it. You know, why not the company who made this game and made these systems? Why can't they just quickly slap that together? You know, I I don't know. It all just feels extremely lazy and a huge money grab. Because like this stuff is not it's not cheap. You know, it's it's 50 bucks a year. Like that that's a lot of money, right? Yeah, a year. It's not like you're paying 50 bucks for these games one time. A yeah. year. It's an annual subscription. And uh, the other thing too that we haven't even touched on was have you seen how terrible the button controls are? Oh, they're brutal. Now, I mean, I will I will give Nintendo a little leeway on this because the Nintendo 64 controller was so unique. It is tough to sort of match it. But they could have done a lot better job than what they did. They could have let you because that's the other thing. Like, they don't let you map buttons. So mm-hmm. even if what they came up with was bad, they don't let you fix it. Like if, if you feel like, oh, it'd be more comfortable because the C buttons, the C buttons in a lot of games controlled the camera. And in some games and that they've emulated, the C button is tied to the stick. Which makes mm-hmm. sense. Like you'd use it as a camera, so you'd put it on the stick because that's what we do with modern games. Is, is we use the stick. Well, in games where that's not the case, they change the buttons around, and then they like don't change the prompts in the game. Like there, because the the way I'm trying to figure this out, I have to. I'm I'm a PlayStation guy by by choice, so usually I don't know the the A B Y X labeling of the N64. Or the uh, the switch controller off by heart. I mean, yeah. I'm in my head. Everything is is X triangle circle square. <laughs> so I'm I, I had to pull up a controller to look at it. The B and A buttons are not in the same spot as the B and A buttons on an N64 controller. So they reassign the Y to be B and the B to be A. So when you're playing the game and it tells you to press B and you've never played that game before, if you press B, you're actually pressing A. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can you can tell there was very little effort put towards this kind of stuff, but I don't know. Do you, do you think Nintendo is ever going to get called out on this crap? I mean, I sorry, they're getting called out. Do everything they're going to act on being called out because like their online service has been the worst for years their streaming service is basically non-existent aside from this you know like do, they, do you think they're ever going to kind of learn from these mistakes so they just know that you know us 37 year old idiots are so hard up on nostalgia that we'll just buy whatever they throw out at us i think they'll just let it ride because everyone just nintendo fans are a certain breed of doormat <laughs> like <laughs> they will let you do anything to them and not like they may complain like i have literally seen posts that people are like man if they don't fix this i might not renew next year what <laughs> might, <laughs> might not, not renew yeah yeah nintendo is nintendo is weird nintendo has always been like its own thing when it comes to everything like Xbox and and PlayStation are always almost mirror images of each other. One does one thing, the other one does the same thing slightly different like every time. Yeah. And and then when it comes to Nintendo, Nintendo's like, "Oh, you guys are going to have, you know, SSD with terabyte hard drives and okay, well we're going to put out a 32 gig hard drive device 
that you know <laughs> like that doesn't output in 4k or anything like that no, nothing yeah. that anybody else is doing like they'll they do their own thing and like and they don't care like i mean a perfect example is what's going on the controversy of metroid dread i don't know if you heard that one is that the game there are people who think that that game shouldn't cost as much as you know any other full price game because it's a 2d side scroller but nintendo is going to charge that price for it they think that game is worth that much money like and 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 nintendo games never go on sale so expect to pay out the yeah, ass for that game for the rest of the dollars forever yeah yeah exactly like nintendo doesn't nintendo does what nintendo wants and people just suck it up well, I that's mean, true that, that's true it's it's a good point that you made about like the xbox and playstation thing is it's like you know you're either an xbox guy or you're a playstation guy and then you also probably have a nintendo like that seems to be nintendo's spot it's like and a nintendo you know yeah. like you, you'll get one or the other and the nintendo because it's so cheap or nostalgia or whatever the reason is and then you want them every Mario once game. in a while they have like a flash in the pan like the switch or the, the original wii that's just like it's insanely popular and it you know it, it you know it spans across generations and across like hardcore gamers casual gamers non-gamers you know they all pick it up and then then they'll release like a wii u which no one buys except for me because i'm the smartest person out there, you know? like <laughs> i love i love it of yeah. all the consoles to own you own a wii u <laughs> i know i know i really like the wii <laughs> so i thought the wii u was gonna be good and it was it was very average <laughs> <laughs> from what i understand in the states the wii u is actually very useful as like a television device Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. but that that service never came to Canada. My, mine is in a bag in the basement, so that's uh, how often I use it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Don't even want it to get dusty. You just lock <laughs> it in a bag. <laughs> yeah, Ziploc bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, hopefully Nintendo irons out their problems. Maybe their solution is cloud <laughs> gaming for yeah. Just maybe, emulate yeah. it. Emulate the not you not sorry not emulate. Just put the games the games on on servers and then have them. The running there yeah like, but then they you know, couldn't sell the original mario brothers for like the 46th time you know yeah it, that's one thing that's, that's so funny too is is at least the other guys have gotten really good at the sa- the fact that like oh did you buy a copy of this like say what you want about ps4 not playing ps3 games or ps5 not playing ps3 games if you bought a game for the ps4 digitally it works on ps5 and you it carries it forward and I yeah. assume going forward that if there's a PS6, it will also play those PS4 games because the, they made the heart like the architecture, you know, close enough that it will just keep working. Yeah. And I and I feel like Xbox has struck gold with their backwards compatibility. Like people are so happy with how they've been handling it. There's no way that any future Xbox will never play every Xbox game you've ever paid for, you know, like <laughs> so. But, you know, Nintendo's going to do their own thing. Maybe one day, maybe one day, but I sincerely doubt it that there's going to be a new Nintendo service, like a new, the new Nintendo system, and there will be a way for it to play games from the previous system. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. No, no. Anyway, I think that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast hosting services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. 
And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon.